0: Greetings and praise the Lord from the Resurrected Church. We hope your day has been great and good and in your favor in the name of Jesus. We come before you today uh, and as we had concluded our Back to the Basic series last week when Minister Therese had did Temptation, we hope you enjoyed it. But today we're moving on and we're going to talk about winning but are you winning and in those scriptures I'm going to be coming from 1 John 2 15 and 16 Romans 7 and 21 and to get into the more of this we'll go with Ecclesiastes 9 chapter 9 now when we talk about winning as today in in today's time winning it's got to be a competition between two or more people you know involving more than one person today and likewise when we talk about salvation it's a race between ourselves and our lust for the things of the world. And in first John chapter two, verse 15 and 16, it kind of explains the thing that we have to we have to endure or or, or what's in the world and, and what is in competition with our salvation and our our worship and our praise towards God is it, it, it shows you what our downfalls might be. No, this, this, this race is competitive. If you lose it's over with. But if you win there's a crown of life waiting on you. As I read 1 John chapter 2, verse 15 and 16, the Bible reads in the King James Version, verse, 12, verse uh, 15 in the chapter in chapter 2. Love not the world, neither the things of the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. The things of the world meaning that if you love the things of the world more than people we're talking about materialistic thing even people you can't love people too much because you then you'll be it's like putting them up as a god You'll be putting them first before you even think about God. Now, this is a competition now. And our race is to try to get to heaven. Now, if we seem like we're going to put somebody before God, and and the finish line is God, we don't mess up. We got a hindrance somewhere. Verse 16 says, For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, and the lust of the eye, and the pride of life, is not of the father, but is of the world. See, lust. People think male and female lust. No. We talking about greed, we talking about we talking about lust for material things. We talking about lust for money we we talking about the pride that I, I ain't going to ask nobody for no help. I'd rather suffer and die before I ask anybody for any kind of help. we talking about my pride won't allow me to do such and such, even if we got a job. We could be so proud my my job, my life, my pride will not allow me to get on my knees and do such and such for that job. I refuse to. We're talking about in a sense that way. The lust of the flesh, that sexual relationship, the lust of the eyes, the materialistic possession that we seek after so much and can already have. Count up the call. Do we need a third call? Do you need it? Do we need a second and third home? How many shoes do I need? It should be like a revolving door, a 360. One shoe gets raggedy, another pair of shoes come in. Likewise, a car. Not because I like this car because, well, you got to like the car if you're going to buy it. But not because this car is so great, I'm going to get it anyway. Even if I don't need it, I want it. We're talking about the lust of the eyes. And the pride of life. Want to live, but don't want to live right. I'm going to read verse 16 again. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but of the world. God... Don't got none of this in him. Notice I say in him. So when we get in God. We don't have. We shouldn't have. The lust. Of the flesh. The lust of the eyes. And the pride of life. I know it takes time. And it's a process. For us to wean off those things. Especially for babes coming in Christ. At this moment. Now. Now. We know that in this competition, uh, if we win we're talking about winning. Now, in this competition, we know that we have the devil fighting against every good work and enticing every evil work. Oh, well, I'm going to get revenge on them. Uh, he stepped on my toe, I'm going to step on his toe. She talking about me, I'm going to talk about her. It's all this thing it's just a revolving door. Same thing. Over and over. Ain't nothing new. All is coming, coming under the sun. We fighting against the enemy. And we running a race against ourselves. The enemy, notice we talk, the enemy is talking to us. If we allow him, therefore, that's really you, you want to, the reason why I say we run in this race against ourselves, our spiritual life versus our way of thinking. It's the race. Is we going to do it the way we think we should do it or should we do it accordingly to the Spirit of God? What are we going to do? Are we winning? that is the question but the topic is when and as we be in competition with ourselves and the enemy is which is the devil is fighting us in every good way every time we do something and he entice people to Do something so he can break our focus on him, on God. Notice that when the devil comes through somebody else, even if we're praising God in songs and hymns, and the devil comes through somebody else, it distracts us, and we begin to look upon where the enemy is coming coming from. We lost our hymn. And I'll sing it to ourselves, praising God, because the enemy has distracted us. This is the competition in the, in the race. Are we winning? Now, let me read about what Satan does. Romans chapter 7, verse 21. Romans chapter 7 verse 21. And it reads, I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. Every time I wanted to do good, when I would do good, the very presence of evil was still trying to talk to what I in my put things in my mind for me not to do no good. I read to you that you know the devil fighting against every good work, and enticing every evil work. Satan do not want us to do no good, any at all. He wishes us to be even as him. So he could take us where his eternal resting spot is gonna be. But for us to win and be triumphant over him, we have to listen and obey and do what the word of God say do. The very presence of evil is all evil is always present with me. When I wanted to uh, go apologize to such-and-such and 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 such-and-such said some out the way, I began to say, I ain't saying I'm sorry to nobody within myself. Satan is a powerful manipulator. And if we don't know him and know his ways and how he do, and how he does, we could lose every little small battle there is. Are you winning? We're talking about winning in a competitive way. This, this race, this thing is between you and yourself. Can't nobody hinder you, except you let them hinder you. That's why it's called it's, it's a competition between yourself. Because you can only get mad. Can't nobody make you mad. Think about it. Can't nobody make you mad, except yourself. Even though they're doing evil and, and, and disrupted things, we have to really focus on God and focus on our attitudes and our ways and our character to stand in peace. We're talking about, are you winning? We're talking about winning. Now, if we move forward into what we're really trying to get into about this competition, we're going to go to Ecclesiastics chapter 9 verse 11 and Solomon the writer and author of this book and it reads like this I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but the time, but time and chance happeneth to them all. I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift. This race, this competition, the race for salvation is not to those who run it fast. It's not no once saved and you always would be saved. There are Requirements increase in laws that must be followed for each individual. Some of us, our requirements are much more than the other, but so be it. Because we choose a higher path, we have more requirements that we must fulfill and want to fulfill. You know, some you know. We all have to learn the basics of salvation. Let's keep it real: the basics of salvation. But if we choose a high calling like a minister, evangelist, pastors, or anything, that requirements increase. That what we need to do. What order and and, and creeds we must follow so we will not be a castaway in the long run. Preaching and not doing what we preach. Preaching and not living what we preach. This this, uh, race is not to the swift. the battle is not to the strong we call ourselves we, we want to do things and on our own because we feel like we have the strength to do it but the battle and, and sometimes we underestimate the opponent of life and we lose that battle the battle is not to the strong but the race it's not to the swift. I'm running it fast, and I believe I'm going to get there real quick. Today's time, you know, God can call a minister, or uh, a younger brother or sister into the ministry, and they shoot out a cannon. Some make it, some don't. But if we take our time and count up our call. And endure so we can finish the race. We finish the race, regardless of how, how ragged we is, when we get to the end, we still win. Regardless of how many have passed the finish line before us, it's an individual race. That's when we ain't in competition with no other soul, no other person. It's the race. It's the competition. It's we win it against our own way of thinking. Not to the swift. The battle ain't even to the strong. And the, and the Word of God says that But time and chance happeneth to them all. Meaning that God is the one in control of the outcome. You have to do your part. But by chance, by time and chance, happening up. sometimes you if if you think about it like this if God say such and such then such and such is gonna happen by chance it happened by what God say it's gonna happen you know we can use uh, sports soccer or uh, basketball football boxing whatever we want to do. But if I would explain, you know, and try to summarize in soccer, you know, on offense, we're trying to score goals in soccer, but, you know, there's a goalie. And we have to have a strategy to how to score a goal. And on defense, we have to be the goalie. And make sure that we have to block all of the temptation and depression and heartaches with prayer and fasting. The whole armor of God putting that on. We have to have the armor of God, or we we can forget about this race anyway. Having the breastplate of faith, helmet of salvation, and all that contains in the whole armor of God. You know, we have last-second victories in sports, and and we compare that to the salvation side. We can say God is our own-time God. Right in the nick of time, we're talking about winning. We come by that when we end this life and we try to navigate this life and try to figure out which way we have to go. Which way, what move do I need to make? What move, what is my next move? It's always calculations and everything that we do what is our next move but when we prepare and, and think about that we need to say and we need to know what is God saying and God is saying that to us, for us to watch as well as pray lest we enter into temptation Are we winning? Are we watching? Lest we enter into temptation. As we navigate this life, we must watch, pray, and pray. So we won't enter into any kind of temptation which the devil might bring to us. Temptation is not the woman or the man only. But it's when the enemy comes speaking devilish and evil things in your mind. When you know it's the right thing. It's not the right thing to do. But it feels like it's right. Because this person done, done something to me. I feel like it's right for me to execute some type of event. Some type of revenge on that person. No, 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 no. Are we winning? Or if we let Satan continue to whisper and do things in our mind to create situations that could have been avoided with focus and staying and winning with God? There's no way we can have the breastplate, I mean, the whole arm of God and focus on God and the enemy talk to us and we just fall off like that. Can't be that seed that fell by the wayside, that fell on stony ground. That's a perfect example. That is a good example right there, that the seed that fell on stony ground, that fell in the rock, sprung up real fast. But when, by and by, the scripture said that by and by, when they were, when temptation came, they fell off and backed off because they had no roots in Christ or no roots in God or no roots. Period. They lacked moisture. They lacked roots. Not to the swift. Neither the battle to the strong. If we think about that, and, and and realize how the seed, the word of God, which was sown, they they received it with joy, real quick. They sprouted it up real quick, straight out of that cannon. But they did not remove the rocks, so they could have good ground to be sold on. They they. Continue to let Satan install revenge, hate, greed, lust, and the pride of life in their mind. And in, the, in this life, we, you know, we take lumps, we take our bruises, but are we gonna counter? Are we gonna counterpunch? are we gonna sit there and we're gonna let the enemy continue to talk to us are we gonna get out and we're gonna beseech God to help us in the to help us be stronger in the mind so we can tell Satan to get the hints in the name of Jesus now and after we fight the enemy. You know, sometimes it feels like we're going to give up. We're running out of gas. We're tired of fighting this devil. And it, you can compare it to boxing. Now, boxing, as the rounds go deeper and deeper, the two competitors begin to get tighter and tighter and tighter. And, and so tired that sometimes the people he could throw in they can wave the white flag or throw in the towel and boxing. We be so tired and be we, we we be won to give up. And we, we, we wanna just quit on God because the life bumps and bruises. It's wearing us down, but we have to think about winning because Jesus told us to be overcomers even as he overcame. We have to continue to fight go, fight the devil and fight all these worldly desires so we can win this race. We have to continue to fight looking for this knockout which was given to us through Jesus Christ's suffering and death on the cross. Are we winning, and the main focus of all we winning is our is our walk of life is we walking in righteousness. Are we doing the things that God commanded us to do so that we could win? We navigate this life according to the word of God, that when the word is spoken, it's easy for us to agree, and if we have kind of fell off, it'll be easy for us to repent, because now our focus is more on God than what the enemy is telling us. You know, if we remove uh, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh and the pride of life, our salvation, our life and salvation could prosper greatly. We worry about more, we worry about others more than we worry about our own salvation life. I know it's, it's good to do good to others. At times you need to sit back and And you need to look and listen and pray and ask God what it is, what you need me to do. Tough decisions got to be made at some time. But you know, notice that every time there's a situation in your life, you know, the majority of the time we put ourselves in. Different situations that could cause us to lose our focus and cause us to fall behind in the race. Today's topic is winning. We hope that through this that you look upon yourself and ask yourself that, am I winning? What are the necessary steps that I need to take? You can evaluate yourself if you just know you have an attitude. You know you're still lying. or You know you're still doing such and such sin that you need to be truthful with yourself because you're running against yourself. You're running against your own. It's spiritual life and, and the way you think and the way you're living right now. Them the two that's in in competition when we're trying to win. It's not what another person may do. It's what you're doing with your life. You know that anytime a person might upset you you have the power to be calm. You have that power. You have those resources in God to keep a level and cool head. You know, most people can keep a calm and, and level head at, at their job because they want to keep their good-paying job, which is probably a gravy job, you ain't doing much, and you want to keep that. So you take the lumps and bruises from everybody, but, you know, Satan is... It's a great manipulator and he can tell us things that are all lies because he can't tell the truth. He can, he can quote scriptures, but he can't tell the truth. So when we in this life and we think we and we think we win and we need to evaluate ourselves. We need to control ourselves, and we need to be prayerful and thankful for all the things that God is doing in our lives and the things that he's going to do. Just remember, winning. Are you winning? God bless, and enjoy your day. Thank you.